I will put my tabernacle in your midst, and my soul shall not loathe you. So, that, that was just two scriptures the Lord gave me and talking about why we have the tabernacle. Matter of fact, and it's so important that I thank God for you even bringing that scripture. Matter of fact, in the Hebrew, that, that, that scripture is the Asher Anim. Uh, Mishkan. As a matter of fact, that's the name of the that's the name of the tabernacle. The tabernacle in the Hebrew is the word Mishkan. It means the dwelling place. It means the dwelling place. And that right there is one of the things, one of the purposes that God has for the, the, uh, the tabernacle. In the tabernacle, as a matter of fact, it actually it actually talks about it in Exodus Shemot in the, in in uh, Shemot in the in the Hebrew. He actually talks about it in Exodus twenty five and eight when he talks about make a dwelling place. That I may dwell with them. It's very interesting that he said that I may dwell with them. He said, I, he said he wanted to dwell with them. He said he didn't want to dwell in them. He wanted to dwell with them. He wanted to dwell amongst his people. So imagine you have a group of people that are that are in the wilderness. And he is just free. Matter of fact, in this month that we're in right now, the month of the yard, the month of healing, the month of the word the word the yard in the Hebrew is actually uh, I am Yahweh Rapha. That means he's our healer. In this month, he just came out of the month of Nisan, where he, where he had the Pesach, where they were in Egypt, and he had delivered them out of Egypt and brought them to the wilderness. To the wilderness. So watch this. In this month, glory to God, it's not by chance, not God, that God has been speaking about this. In this month, glory to God, he's speaking about the, 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 the tabernacle, Mishkan, the Mishkan, the Mishkan in, in the Hebrew, the dwelling place. And in this dwelling place, what's so interesting about it, this right here, they spend 50 chapters throughout the Bible talking about the Mishkan. It's 50 chapters. It's so, it has something that's so powerful. One of the powerful things about it is the fact that it tells you about yourself. It tells you about how you're supposed to walk with the Lord. It tells you about the relationship that you're supposed to have with the Lord. Glory to God. The Mishkan, it, 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 throughout the Bible, Jesus, from Genesis to Revelation, you'll start seeing where he's setting it up. He's setting up that pattern. In matter of fact, in Exodus chapter 25 and 9, he says, Set, make a pattern. Make the pattern exactly the way, it, the way it is supposed to be. And that pattern that he talks about, matter of fact, in the Hebrew, is the, is the Hebrew word, tabnit, tabnit. In the middle of that word is the sun. Glory to God. So he's talking about our Lord Yeshua. Glory to God, Yeshua HaMashiach. So this right here is a pattern of what Jesus did for us, a pattern of what we're supposed to do, a pattern of how we're supposed to live. And this right here is the purpose of it, is the fact that God wanted to dwell amongst his people. Matter of fact, it talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. He said, did you not know that you are the temple of God? Glory to God. So matter of God, by you even talking about the Mishkan, by you even talking about the tabernacle, and right in the middle of the tabernacle was the Oel Moed, the Oel Moed, the, the, tent, the tent of meeting. Glory to God. Matter of fact, Moses had a tent of meeting that he had met with the Lord before, but this way he was designed that God gave. And in the Mishkan, just when you think about the size of it, as I come in the come to the wilderness and I come to the to the Mishkan, the tabernacle, I see that it's 150 feet long. 75 feet wide. And the first thing I do when I go through the gate, I see the brazen altar. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I see the, uh, the altar, the altar, the, the bronze altar where they, the sacrifices are, are on the altar. Glory to God. This right here is telling me, not only telling you how you come to the Lord, but also telling you how to pray. It's going to take some sacrifice. Glory to God. It's going to take some sacrifice. Glory to God. In the Mishkan, in the, the dwelling place, glory to God, you got to come in, in the very first thing you see, and that altar is four, is four and a half feet high. Seven, seven and a half feet long. And what you'll, you'll, you'll see the animals being burned on the fire. The, the animals were symbolizing what you deserve. Matter of fact, it's called Karban in the Hebrew. It's called Karban, the sacrifice. Glory to God. The Offering glory to God is the kaban. When, when, what happens is that you were supposed to lay your hands on that offering and, and confess your sins on that offering. Then the priest, the Kohen, would actually would kill that lamb, put the blood of that lamb on the different horns on every horn. Now we just did the first piece of the furniture. Now we got we got seven pieces of furniture. I want you to understand. You'll see this throughout the Bible, throughout the Bible, and these seven pieces. When you put them all together, they make in the shape that we're standing under right now. They make a, they make a shape of a cross. Glory to God, Hallelujah! I'm about to get excited. Glory to God, yes sir, yes sir. When you put all seven pieces together, Glory to God, Hallelujah! Then it makes a, it makes a, it makes a, in the shape it's put in the shape of a cross. Glory to God. That's why when you get to heaven and you see.
see in Revelation, in Revelation chapter 4, you'll see a cross that you're right there in the midst of the cross. Glory to God. God does it. He does it from, from Genesis to Revelation. He's actually setting it up. But back to the altar. The bronze altar. The altar of sacrifice. The altar where, where, where you, you, have, you have confessed your sins. Even before you get to the altar, you've got to recognize that there's a tent going all around the, the mission. A tent made of linen. They're made of linen and had holes on with the linen. That linen symbolized the righteousness of our, the righteousness of the people. Glory to God. See, the, they keep they keep uh, they keep the stuff in. It's supposed to be in. The stuff out is supposed to be out. Glory to God. Glory to God. When it all goes down to it, we have to we have to live a righteous life. Glory to God. Matter of fact, and the priest himself, he has on his forehead. He has on his forehead, but he has a, a gold plate that says uh, Yahweh uh, Kadosh Yahweh. Holy is the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. As, he, as he's doing this right here, he has to, now you confess your sins on the, on, on, the, uh, on the animal, on the animal sacrifice, on the land. You have to confess your sins. As you confess your sins, as a matter of fact, when we pray, when we pray, this right here is also a way to pray. When you pray, you must confess your sins before the Lord. Tefillah in the Hebrew. Glory to God. Tefillah. So we must confess our sins before the Lord. One, because he knows everything that we're doing anyway. One, because he already knows everything about us. But we agree with God. Hallelujah. But when he did not even kill the lamb, they put the lamb on the bronze altar, and they're burning this lamb up. Well, this right here is a, a savor before the Lord. Glory to God. Saying that he, this is a sin, a, a sin offering, a total sacrifice before the Lord. A total sacrifice before the Lord would be that you cut that lamb's uh, throat and all the blood was poured out and the blood was put on the different horns. Sometimes they had to tie that lamb down. They watch this man of God. Sometimes you got to tie that flesh down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This right here is the Mishkan. It's, a, it's an example of how we're supposed to live. Matter of fact, he calls us to be priests. Matter of fact, last night, it said in 1 Peter chapter 2 and 9, it says we are royal priests, a holy nation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're supposed to be priests. Glory to God. And this is what the priests are doing. This whole tabernacle is made of seven pieces. It's made of seven pieces. It has two different compartments in it. We just got to the first piece of furniture. And that first piece of piece of furniture is the bronze altar. It's one of the biggest pieces of furniture that, has, that they set up. It takes 8,000 people to set that up. They would have to pick that up and they would move because they were there doing, they would follow the Lord with a, 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 pillar, a pillar of fire by night and cloud by day. That same pillar of fire by night and cloud by day is moved on the inside of you. Glory to God. That's the, the Holy Spirit is being leading us right now. He's leading us through the wilderness. What is your wilderness? Is he leading you through your wilderness right now? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I didn't have to ask the question. And guess what? He brings you right there. First of all, to that bronze altar. That bronze altar, that first piece, is where the sacrifice is made. Matter of fact, the, the, where the sacrifice is made is actually where you have to get the coals so you can put on the golden altar or the, or the golden altar of incense. If you didn't get off the off the bronze off, off, the, off the, the the bronze altar outside, then it was a strange fire. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We'll get to that in a second. Glory to God. But before we can go into the holy place, we come to another piece of furniture. The, the, the labor, the labor, the labor which had water in it, the labor that was made to where you, you can see your reflection in it. That's one of the things that I see that happens today. We forget our reflection. We forget what God has done for us. That's why we got to continue. Don't, I, always tell, I always tell people at the church that gets to the truth ministry, don't forget your reflection. Don't forget what God has brought you through. Just because you passed the class, don't burn down the school. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is from God. What you passed today, that what you had yesterday might be with somebody else is fighting with today. Glory to God. But don't don't burn down the screw. Uh, glory to God. Hallelujah. And so what you got to remember your reflection. That's one of the things about that labor. It was full of water. It was full of water and they had to bathe themselves and, and wash their hands and their feet. They had to wash their hands and their feet. So imagine you got the blood that you just did from the, from the, from the animal sacrifice. And here it is, they have, before they can go into the holy place, before they can go into the holy place, you got to wash your hands and wash your feet. You got to make sure, and all this right here is showing you exactly the relationship we have. Remember, the whole point of the mission, the whole point of the tabernacle is God wants to dwell with us. 
Matter of fact, if you become the, the, the dwelling place of the Lord, matter of fact, that's what he says right there in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. Did you not know he asked a question? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Paul asked the Corinthians a, a question. Did you not know that you are the temple of God? By you being the temple of God, glory to God, God dwells on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit, the Lord of that dwells on the inside of you right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's one of the reasons why we got to make sure that we have our hands clean, have our feet clean. Our hands symbolizing the work that we do. Our, our feet symbolizing where we're walking. Are you walking in the right place? Glory to God. Are you, do you have your hands clean? Glory to God. This right here, glory to God, is what the, the labor, the labor. Once again, it's seven pieces of furniture. We're just, we're just in the outer court right now. In the outer court, remember there's a bronze altar. There's a bronze altar where the sacrifices go. And watch this. There's one door, glory to God, hallelujah. And it always sits towards the east. The east gate, glory to God, hallelujah. Matter of fact, when they were set, when they would set it up, when they would set it up, they, after they set up the altar, the, the ark of the covenant, they would set up the, 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 the table of showbread. They would take it, set up the menorah. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, Jesus said in John, in, in book of John, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's still talking about the tabernacle. Glory to God. Because he is a living tabernacle. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He, he, he's talking about the I am the bread of life. Not only am I the bread of life, I am the light of the world. Because we're about to go in there and we're about to see the menorah. There's no other light in the holy place. Let's go through the holy place. The holy place, the first uh, part of the compartment. It's 15 by 15 by 30. 15 by 15 by 30. Glory to God. And, and, and in this holy place, you'll see three pieces of, of, of furniture. To my right, I'm going to see the table of showbread. Hallelujah. Remember that Jesus is the bread of life. His word, we got to feed on his word at all times. But watch this. There's only, the only light that's in here is the light that's right across from us, the menorah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The menorah that symbolizes the Holy Spirit. The menorah that had to be lit at all times. Let me deal with the, the table of showbread. The table of showbread, they had to change that out every Shabbat. They would change out the bread every Shabbat. And, and they would keep bread fresh on that. Uh, the table of showbread. It had a crown around it. It, was, it symbolized that you got to eat from the word of the Lord all the time. Glory to God. You got God, yes sir, yes sir. Fresh word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I need a fresh word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you getting a fresh word? Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got to have a fresh word. Not only do we have the table of showbread, right across from the table of showbread, we got the manure that was made out of one piece. One piece. One, one branch down the middle and, and, and three other branches on every side. So it's seven branches all, all together. Those seven branches symbolize the seven spirits of the Lord. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, the seven spirits of the Lord. You see that in Isaiah 11 and 1. When, we light the, when they would light the holy, when the high priest would light the menorah, he would light it from the middle and first. And he, was, he would light the, the very first branch in, in the beginning, in the middle. The Ruah Adonai. Hallelujah. I mean, the spirit of the Lord. The, the seven spirits of the Lord. Matter of fact, you see it in Isaiah 11 and 1. The Ruah Adonai. He would like the next one, the, the, the Hakma, the Bina, the Essa, the Garuba, the Dahat, the Yorat Adonai. What did I say? And the, the Spirit of the Lord, the Hakma, which is the wisdom of the Lord, the Essa, which is the, 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 the counsel of the Lord, the Dahat, which is the power of the Lord, the Garuba, the Garuba, which is the knowledge of the Lord, hallelujah, and the Yorat Adonai, hallelujah, which is the fear of the Lord. That right there, man of God, is one of the problems that we have today. Is that they people don't have a fear of the Lord. If they have a fear of the Lord, we're really looking at the menorah, the seven spirits of the Lord. Remember the Roar Adonai. Remember Jesus. This right here also symbolizes Jesus. Remember what he said. I am the I am the body. I am the vine. You are the branches. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the one in the middle holds up the other, the three on each side. So the Roar Adonai, the spirit of the Lord. When we talk about the seven spirits of the Lord, there's the Roar Adonai, the Hakma, which is wisdom. The, the Hats, hallelujah, the, the, the Esa, the, the Bina, hallelujah, 
the 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 guru, but the the the, the your rights as a hallelujah, the fear of the Lord, hallelujah. This right here is how he would light that menorah. Glory to God. He would light it from the middle, and then he would go from there. And they had to continuously have a continuous life. It also symbolizes the Holy Spirit, the Ruach of the Death, which is the seven spirits of the Lord. That you'll see once you get to heaven in Revelation, in Revelation chapter 4, we see the seven spirits that before the Lord. It's the seven spirits of the Lord. Glory to God. I'm about to start shouting, thinking about it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This right here speaks about the Holy Spirit. Everything that you see right here, because, because the Father said to Moses, do it exactly as I told you. Make the path exactly as I told you. Matter of fact, it's so important that you make the pattern exactly as the Lord told you. Matter of fact, when he got to Ezekiel, in Ezekiel 43 and 10, he told, he told Ezekiel to show them the pattern again. Lord have mercy. Are you Because if you go through that pattern, it's going to show you how to walk. How you go, how you're supposed to, to, to show the measurements again and to see if you're measuring up. Not Lord have mercy. That's what the tabernacle does. It shows you a measurement of how you're supposed to walk. How you're supposed to talk. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The menorah, hallelujah, the one big piece they said was a hundred pounds made of pure gold. You see, some that occurred, some people say it was straight. But I want you to understand that in the menorah, this is the only light. Now, we went from daylight to candlelight. Glory to God, hallelujah. In the next day, we're going to go to his light. Glory to God, hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm about to start shouting, thinking about it. Hallelujah. The menorah, the menorah, the menorah. But watch this. Because it tells you about how to live with the Lord. Not only do you have the shelter, we got to continue to continuously eat from the bread of the Lord, continuously feed ourselves the word of the Lord. We got to continue to eat from the earth from the Lord. We have to have the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit with the word, hallelujah, that's what's most important. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit with the Lord. Well, watch this. Right here is a is a golden altar. It's also called the altar of innocence. The altar of incense, it, it was a, it was a, it, it was a, it was a suit of incense before the Lord. It symbolized our prayers. God is saying, I can smell your prayer. Glory to God, hallelujah. The incense was, was supposed to be burnt at all times. Matter of fact, they would get a coal from the bronze altar. And remember, bronze symbolized judgment. From the bronze altar, from the place of sacrifice. So you were from sacrifice to preparation of the labor. And here it is, you're right here, preparing to go before the Lord. You can hear this, here it is. You have to get a coal from off the bronze altar and put for the incense. If you remember Aaron's sons, they didn't want to go in order. That's why it's so important that we walk in order. They decide they want to put some strange fire. Glory to God. When people don't want to go in the order that God has called them to go in, he calls that strange fire. Lord have mercy. We don't want no strange fire. Glory to God. You got to do exactly what God told you to do. As he, as he as they get a hole from the bronze altar and put on the altar of incense, it causes the incense to, to, to burn at all times. The incense was supposed to be, uh, be burning at all times. The, the menorah was supposed to be lit at all times. So you had eternal light symbolizing the Holy Spirit. You got the eternal light that's burning at all times. We had the almond blossoms that had the olive oil in it. And here it is. And guess what? Those wicks were made out of the, the clothes coal that, the, that the priests would wear. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I tell you about what the priests have on? Glory <laughs> to God. But what, what do the priests have on? The priests have on. Uh, they have on the breastplate with all twelve, the twelve tribes of, of Israel written on their on their chest. Not only did they have that, they had a pocket in it that had a urim and a thumb, symbolizing life and perfection. So that when they would ask the Lord for uh, for for uh, when they would go before the Lord and ask Him a question, because it had all the Hebrew letters, all twenty-two letters of the Hebrew alphabet on His chest. Guess what he would do? Uh, the light, it would light up the way it would actually show the answer to the question. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God will lead his people through the wilderness. And God wants to lead you through the wilderness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you stuck in the wilderness right now? God wants to dwell with you. Matter of fact, he wants to dwell inside of you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He wants you to be his dwelling place. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about when you have the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you. When he comes to you, when you accept Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach as your Lord and Savior, yes, he comes to live on the inside of you. He comes to live on the inside of you, and you become a living sacrifice. You become a living Messiah. You become a living sacrifice. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He said, it make me a living sanctuary. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Before the Lord. And here it is. We, we're in the 
holy of holies. And in the holies of holies, three pieces of furniture that we're looking at, the table of showbread, we got the menorah, then we got the altar of incense. It sits right before a big curtain. Mm. That curtain, hallelujah, was supposed to be so thick that, that it, 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 it took two, two horses to tear it apart. But guess what? Glory to God. When our Lord and Master died, guess what? It was ripped from top to bottom. Glory to God. That's the difference between Moses' tabernacle and David's tabernacle. That's a whole other lesson for another day. David's tabernacle didn't have no bed. You didn't go straight before the Lord. But let's go, let's go beyond the veil. We're talking about going into the deep. Let's go beyond the veil. Beyond the veil is the Ark of the Covenant. In the, in the Ark of the Covenant, it's made up of two pieces. The two pieces of the Ark, the Tavah in the Hebrew, actually that Tavah actually points to our law. It reveals a connection between the cross. Actually, if I was going to spell it out in the Hebrew, reveals the connection to the cross. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And guess what? That, that, that Ark of the Covenant is it, made out of acacia wood and it's, and, it's, and it's completely covered in gold. It has, it's made out of two pieces. The, the actual casing and what sits on the, on the, on the top was the mercy seat. Glory to God. The mercy seat, and it had two cherubim that face each other with their faces down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And, and, and in this place, this room right here is 15 by 15 by 15. If I was to tell you in the Hebrew, that, that actually symbolizes the word holy, holy, holy. Matter of fact, let me take you to Isaiah chapter 6. In Isaiah chapter 6, when he saw it, he said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. He saw the angels flying around him and they were shouting to each other, Holy, holy, holy. Hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy. It's important that they say it three times. Because that means government divine completion. But they say it three times. Holy, holy, holy. This group is 15 by 15 by 15. And if it spells out the word kadosh, 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 kadosh is the word holy in Hebrew. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we got the chairman sitting on top of the mercy seat inside the ark of the, of, of the covenant. Inside the ark. We got the Ten Commandments. Yes, sir. Glory to God. Glory to God. Inside of the please let me know. I'm excited thinking about it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got the Ten Commandments. We got the Ten Commandments. We got the, 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 a pot of leather. And we got Aaron's rod and butter. Let me deal with that right there. The Ten Commandments. You know the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments that, that, that the moral law that never changed. I know people say it right now that I'm no longer under law. I'm under grace. But the moral law never changed. I want you to understand that. Uh, do not take the name of the Lord in vain. That's number three right there. Hallelujah. Honor your mother and your father. We need those, those two just alone. Those two alone we need to stick with. Let me let me get with let me get with that number three. Well, well, first of all, number one. I am the Lord your God. You should have no other God before me. Hallelujah. Then he says, Lotisa et Shemadana Elohekalasha. Then he says, Hallelujah. I'm just talking about the first four. Because you remember the first four taking how to deal with God. And he's taking us in the last six taking how to deal with man. Glory to God. The Ten Commandments right there in the Ark of the Covenant. What am I saying? Do not take the name of the Lord in vain. That word in vain is in this Lashah. It means fatherly representation. Ah, Lord have mercy. That means you say you belong to Jesus Christ, but you're not living like you belong to Jesus Christ. You say that, that, that you are the dwelling of the Lord and you're not living like you're the dwelling of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's probably representation right there. Glory to God. we got to make sure that we walk with the Lord, talk with the Lord. The mishkan is a, a, a complete representation of what we're supposed to do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Inside, you got the Ten Commandments. No, 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 do not covet. All this right here, do not murder. No, uh, tisak. Uh, we got we got all this right here on the Ten Commandments in the, the titles of the Ten Commandments in the, the Ark of the Covenant. We got the bread of matter, the matter that's in there, the, the matter, the cup of matter, symbolizing that God can sustain you in the wilderness. Glory to God, symbolizing that God. Remember, God took care of His people in the wilderness, and God can take care of you in the wilderness. That word wilderness in the Hebrew is the word midbar. I have to ask you again: Do you find yourself in the wilderness? God can take care of you. God can provide for you in the wilderness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But don't get stuck in your wilderness. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He had the matter. He provided for them. Food to eat in the wilderness. 
Aaron's rod that budded, if you didn't remember. When it came down to leadership, they had some people that wanted to, that, that told Moses and Aaron that you ain't the only one that God was speaking to. They wanted to question his leadership. So God told them to get all the leaders together and tell them to put their rods out there. And guess what? He said, I'm going to show you at night. I'm going to show you who's the one who I, who I have put in charge. And guess what? The next morning, you saw Aaron's rod that not only, imagine this is a rod that has been is dead, but God has brought it back to life. Lord have mercy. And he had made the, the, the rod bud. This right here was also, it was also in the, in, in the holy of holies. The holies of holies. Hallelujah. And this right here, and this right here where God would lead his people. God would lead his, his, his high priest, his calling to God. When, they, when he would come before him, glory to God, the, the priest had to have it. Matter of fact, he had bells on bells and pomegranates at the bottom of his skirt. That every once a year, the high priest would go in there. And he would put the blood of the lamb uh, right there in the middle of the mercy seat. The mercy seat. Symbolizing that he was, he was, he was, uh, the blood had to be shed for the people. And he put it on there once a year. Yom Kippur, day of atonement. This right here, glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. One day, baby, he would put on that once a year. But watch this, every time the young people would come, they would listen for the bells. But not only did they, they have the bells and pomegranates, the, uh, 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 and they had a hook with a, a rope tied around his waist. Because if, if his sacrifice wasn't pleasing to the Lord, he would die before the Lord. Lord have mercy. But the young Kippur, they would actually put the blood of the, the blood of the lamb right there on the mercy seat. I want you to understand that our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, he did it once and for all. If I was to take you to the book of Hebrews, he says, he, he, we have a better, we have a better sacrifice. Once and for all. All this right here symbolizes our Lord Jesus. I can lay my Lord Jesus down. Matter of fact, if I lay down all these pieces of furniture, when I lay them down, they're in the shape of a cross. I can lay my Lord, my Lord and Master Jesus, and with his head stretched out on this, on, on, the, on all these pieces of furniture, and they symbolize my Lord Jesus. Also, you can lay yourself down. The last action, Jesus says, if any man wants to follow me, Luke 9, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. Glory to God. So it's so important. This right here is the Mishkan, the tabernacle. This right here, God wants to dwell in you, wants to dwell with you. He wants to dwell with us. Are you full of the Holy Spirit? Are you led by the Holy Spirit? This is what God wants to do. Right here in the Holy of Holies is where the Shekinah, I know you've heard the Shekinah, the Shekinah is how it's actually pronounced in the Hebrew. The, the presence of the Lord will come down. Glory to God. The presence of the Lord will come down and accept the sacrifice. Guess what our Lord and Master did? He, he, he shared his blood. He went to the cross with you and I. And he went and put, that's the why he had to tell Mary, touch me now. Hallelujah. He had to go and put his blood right before the Father. You are, don't be surprised you see this right here. Because once again, the tabernacle, 50 chapters in the Bible is spoken about. You just, the, the tabernacle, you see it when you get to heaven, you're going to look around and you're going to be like, this right here is in the shape of the tabernacle. It's in the shape of the cross. Everything about it is the, is the, is the very pattern. Huh? The very pattern is what it says in Exodus chapter 9. Exodus 25 and 9. The very pattern is the pattern that was supposed to be set. There was the original pattern in, in heaven. What do you do with a pattern? Hallelujah. You, 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 you set everything according to that pattern. You, don't, you, you set everything according to that pattern. Matter of fact, that's how we got to live our lives. According to that pattern. Are you, are you willing to sacrifice? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you, are you willing to put your body as a living sacrifice? As a matter of fact, Paul said it like this. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. He said, brothers, I beseech you by the mercy of God to present your bodies a, a living sacrifice. Only and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Matter of fact, he's talking about you put yourself on the altar. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This right here is the mission. This right here is what we're supposed to do. The tabernacle has a purpose. The purpose is to show us how to live with the Lord. It's to show us what our Lord and Master did for us. Glory to God. It has a purpose. 
he was talking about God had a particular character and they had to set it up in a particular way. Yes, sir. And when I was studying the tabernacle, God gave me the direction mm -hmm. of how the tabernacle was set up. Yeah. You said it earlier that there was only one doorway in this place of food. Yes, sir. Which is church. Yes, so we, so we had to come into the tabernacle in God's church. Ah, that's it, that's it. Right? And then, so you come to the east and go to the west. Yes. So, and God in the west is his wisdom. Ah, that's so it. So you go through, you come into the tabernacle in his judgment, but you walk through the tabernacle with his wisdom. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You went from, you went from daylight to candlelight to his light. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I love that now. So, as you're walking in the tabernacle, you walk in his judgment, right? Yes. And you come into the daylight. Yes, you can see everything. Yes, everything that's exposed. Yes, if I can actually walk in wisdom, I can admit the little God. Now, most people are afraid of the God. Yes, but when you have that light, yes, it's that light shine. And you say it's the menorah, which is symbolizing Jesus. Hey, you're walking in the tabernacle with God's wisdom. Yes. But as you go further into the tabernacle, you have Jesus with you. Ah, that's it. That's so you it. go from
They encamped around God's presence. Glory to God. No, so basically, I'll go ahead of some lesson. But, so, when they were on the, so, the tabernacle was in the center when they were set. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. when they were on the moon, it was ahead of them. It was ahead of them. Go on now. Uh, so, so when, when, when God tells you to be still, God needs to be in the center of the moon. That's it. That's it. You've got to have a positive attitude. Glory to God. The moving, when God has you moving, Ah, that's it. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, it says in Romans chapter 8, these are the sons of God, those who are led by the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. We got to be led by the Holy Spirit. As God is leading you to where he wants you to go. Are you following the Holy Spirit? Are you full of the Holy Spirit? Or are you full of yourself? Glory to God. So, we're in the tabernacle, and this is it. It's a pattern on how we can live. How how we get into worship with yes, God? Yes. Nah, nah. I, I've been harping on worship. Yes. Um, worship isn't where we're just singing and dancing. It's it's being intimate with God. Yes, sir. It's getting closer with God. Yes. You see, as you're walking through the tabernacle, you're getting closer to God. You see, because of your sinful creatures, we have to take off. Yes, sir. See, we couldn't know that we couldn't face God as how we were. Come on, man. See, we had to lay, we had to lay our sins down. We had to say, God, I, this is what I needed, but I want to be closer with you, so I'm going to lay this down. I know I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of Wash yourself, hallelujah, so you don't contaminate what God is, what God is sending you. Lord have mercy. We got to confess our 
confession, repentance, obedience, surrender, and serve. I just feel that the cross. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, it says it in the Hebrew. One of the things that, that, that they were saying that, they, that, that, that Moses was supposed to, to have told the people, he said, Shema Israel, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Echad, Ahava Ek, Adonai Elohim, Behold the Baba, Behold the Fear, Behold me, Oda. What did I say? Hear and obey Israel. The Lord our God is one. Then he says something. Ahava et Adonai Elohim, Behold the Baba, Behold the Fear, Behold me, Oda. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul and with all your strength. And, and, and that word love in the Hebrew, achaba, means to sacrifice. So I'm going to have to sacrifice for our Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to love him with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength. That's going to take some sacrifice. Ah, hallelujah. So I got to lay it on the altar. Glory to God. I got to lay. Sometimes I might have to tie it down, man. Hallelujah. But I got to lay it on the altar. If any man wants to follow him, Jesus said in Luke 9 23, let him deny himself. And take up his cross daily. Hallelujah. So, if you have any questions, you can put them in the comments and we'll try to get to them. But let's go further. Let's talk about the veil. The veil. You said that the bell was so heavy that it took two arms to break the arm. Yes, it was, it, was, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be four cubits uh, thick. One of the things about a cubit, a cubit, when they would make a measurement, it was supposed to be from the, from the tip of your elbow to the, to the top of your, uh, your small finger. And it, so it was so thick, they made it so thick, so they were supposed to bail from, they were supposed to keep a bail from, 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 the, from, from the holy, holy of, most holy to the, uh, the holy place. So when it all went down to Jesus, when he died for us, his body was broken for us, he went to the cross for us, he, our sins were put upon him, that veil was ripped from top to bottom. Now from top to bottom. That means that no man did that, right? hallelujah. No man did that. It was ripped from top to bottom. As a matter of fact, on that veil, hallelujah, they had a cherubim on that veil. Can I take you to the garden for a second? When we got kicked out the garden, Lord have mercy. God put the cherubim right there at the, at the entrance of the, of, the, of the garden. And a burning sword going each and every way. Saying that something had to die for us to get back into the, into the garden. Guess what? Something, the blood had to be shed for us to get to God. Hallelujah. And thank God our Lord, like Yeshua HaMashiach, he died for us. He went to the cross for us. His blood was shed for us. Hallelujah. So that's the reason why it's so important that we, that we understand the God we're standing under. That we understand the tabernacle. That God wants to dwell with us. God wants to dwell in each and every one of us. Right now, here we are. We are a living stones. We are, we are the temple of God. So guess what God has now? Instead of one big tabernacle in the wilderness, he has many, little, many tabernacles in the wilderness. Glory to God. So, man of God, this lesson that you're going over right now is for such a time as this. It's so important that we understand the pattern. That's what he was telling Ezekiel. Ezekiel, at the time, they, Israel had gotten so far away from the Lord. And I say this right here. Right now in this world, they've gotten so far away from the Lord. He told them to look at the pattern and measure up the pattern. Look at the pattern. What do you do? You cut everything according to the pattern. You said it earlier. You said you, you, you cut according to the pattern. He's cutting, he's cutting something off you right now. Hallelujah. He's cut everything according to the pattern. He wants you to do it, everything according to the pattern. Matter of fact, in that word pattern, Tommy, is the word sun. He wants to be like the sun. And last night, it said in Romans 8 29, he wants to conform us into the image of Jesus Christ. So he's conforming you into the image of Jesus Christ right now. He's cutting you to his pattern right now. The Holy Spirit, He's taking those things out of you that's not supposed to be there. This is all symbolized by the tabernacle. This is all symbolized by the Mishkan. Hallelujah. This right here is so important that we understand the Mishkan. Underneath all these pieces of equipment, all these pieces of, of furniture, each one of them symbolizes a, a part of our life that we need to go through. If you if you if you don't have sacrifice, you can't get to the lake. Hallelujah. If you don't get to, if you, if you ain't willing to cleanse yourself, you can't go into the holy place. Yes, sir. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, into his courts with grace. Be 
Thank God to him. And bless his name. Hallelujah. Yeah, he, he said, that's what we're supposed to do. Enter into the courts with praise. Then he says, know that the Lord is God, and he who made us, and now we are ourselves. We are his people. The sheep of his pastor. You're going to make us start shouting now that God bless around too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, he, 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 said, he, said, he said, for the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. That word good is the word told. It means that he's complete. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, he said, this right here, it, it, it's, it's so important that we understand that God was standing under. He made the mission for, for, to symbolize who he was, who he wants us to be, and how we're supposed to walk with him. Glory to God. We're supposed to be led by him. You want to be filled with glory? You want to be anointed? You want, you want to walk with the Lord? Then you have to have sacrifice. Between your suffering and success is sacrifice. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The, the, the Brit Hadashah, what we call the New Testament, wasn't written until 40 years later. The Tanakh, the 
Torah, the Nabi, and the Ketuvim is with the 39 books of the, what we call the Old Testament. This right here is what they call the scriptures. Matter of fact, when Jesus, matter of fact, the Tanakh, is, the Tanakh is, is an acronym for the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, the Nabi, the prophets, and the Ketuvim is the writings. The word Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible, what we call in the Greek, the Pentateuch, the Torah, Tavavreshay, that actual that actual word means revealed man nailed to the cross. Uh, glory to God. This right here is the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. In the Torah, God right there is explained in the Torah in Exodus, uh, Shemot in the Hebrew. This is what we learned about the Mishkan. And he talked about the Mishkan throughout the Bible. From Genesis to Revelation, he's talking about the Mishkan. He's talking about the Mishkan. He, uh, matter of fact, the, the, watch this in Revelation chapter 3 and 16. What does God tell them? He said he was going to make them posts. He make them pillars in his temple. All those who are faithful. Guess what, guess, guess what surrounded the Mishkan? Pillars. And guess what they, were, guess what they had what was the tent the fence was made out of? Linen. Fine linen. That fine linen symbolized the righteousness of, the, of God's people. That's the reason why we have to remember the clothes we're supposed to be wearing. We're supposed to have on fine linen. That fine linen symbolizes the righteousness. It's supposed to be holiness and righteousness. Holiness takes care of our mind. Righteousness takes care of our heart. Glory to God. Yeah. Woo. Hallelujah. Good. <laughs> but this is episode one of this topic, and I can't wait for what we have going on. Um, so, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, If you, if you do not know him as your Lord and Savior, if you do not know him, if you, if you have not called Jesus as your Savior, Savior from sin, if you, if you have not said, Lord, I give you control of my life, I give you authorization in my life, right now, you can't. That's the that's great thing about Jesus, what Jesus did. He took away the time, he took away the the. the the procedures and all that. He said, now is the time. You don't have to go to the priest. You don't have to go to the tabernacle. You can say it right here as you're watching on your on street. You don't have to go to, go to the church. You can right where you are. Because when, when, I, grew up, when I was growing up in church, I was six years old. And I confessed that Jesus was my Lord and Savior. And when I confessed privately, I said, okay, the next Sunday I'm going to do it publicly. And when I, did, when I went to go do it publicly, they told me I couldn't. So, and so I was confused, and I, I went to talk with my mom and some other leaders, and they told me that publicly, that is just evidence of what God gives to your life. All as you be cognizant is what matters. As you confess in your heart and believe, as you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, guess what? No matter what man says, no matter what man you do, Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. As long as you believe in confess Yes, yes, yes. So, God, I, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, and and I was I was I was caught up in religion. We didn't have a relationship. Religion, that word religion is a Latin word. We means again, religion means to tie up. So I was tied up to man instead of being tied up to God. I got to a point where I was so fed up and fed up with religion that I didn't want to live anymore. And that's when I could, that's when I uh, I confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I was about to take my life that night, and my grandmother, who had been, who had been a, a, a music minister in the church, I was waiting for her to go to sleep, and, and, I, and, and I was waiting to take all, all her feelings, I was waiting to, to end my life. And, and, and she, she, I was waiting for her to, her, to, her to go to sleep, and I said, Mom, when are you going to sleep? She said, she said uh, maybe I'm waiting for you to tell me what's wrong. Lord, have mercy. I tried to play it off at first, and I said, and she and she said, no, baby, I wait for you to tell me what's wrong. I told her, because I've been kicked out of church, nobody loves me. I don't, nobody, nobody cares for me. She said, Jesus loves me. I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I thank God for each and every one of you. And if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, 
Thank you for watching. See you next week.